You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I am thankful that you have taken time to listen. This is the second year of my weekly podcast, and each episode is a mix of one of my personal stories, music from a variety of Canadian artists, and concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy the episode, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. The title of this episode is My First Job. How old were you when you got your first job? My second oldest sister and her husband lived in Sarawak, Malaysia, when their first child was born, a girl. When my niece was just a wee one, they came back to Canada to visit us and introduce us to their firstborn. It was so exciting to meet her and realize that once again I was an auntie and I was just shy of six years of age. The three of them stayed with us for several days, and so my younger sister and I were able to spend time getting to know our new wee niece by holding her, talking to her, and feeling so much older than her, even though we weren't. It was also exciting to get some presents from my sister and brother-in-law that they brought with them all the way from Malaysia, and to this day I still have the handmade doll holding a baby that they gifted me. The hand-stitching detail on this handmade doll and their clothing is magnificent. Uh, but I digress. While my sister and brother-in-law were staying with us, the house was often full of people coming and going to see them and the baby. However, one day things were relatively quiet and there were no visitors around. So my mom and sister let me know that they were going to go shopping and asked if I was willing to babysit my new little niece. I was so excited to have my first babysitting job that I quickly agreed to it. My first job. And it meant caring for a wee babe all by myself. I could hardly contain not only my excitement, but the feeling of pride that I was being trusted with such a major responsibility. My sister put my sleeping niece in the middle of my parents' bed and surrounded her with a number of pillows. She then instructed me to watch my niece and make sure she did not fall off the bed or end up crying for too long. If I was frightened or needed help, I was to go and get my dad, who would be in the backyard working in the garden. Then she asked if I was okay, knew what to do, and was willing to watch my niece for the time my mom and her would go shopping. With as much joy and delight I could muster, I clearly announced that I knew what to do and was very willing to babysit her. Once my mom and sister left to go shopping, I pulled up a chair to the end of my parents' bed and sat on the chair to watch my new niece sleep. I sat there and sat there and sat there, watching her breathe, move a little, and sleep very soundly. I was completely unaware of how much time passed, but when I heard the front door open and my sister call out my name, I shouted that I was in the bedroom babysitting my niece. 
As my sister entered the room and saw me sitting on the chair at the end of my parents' bed, she asked if I had sat there the entire time they were gone. My response was that of course I had sat there the entire time, as my sister had asked me to watch my niece sleep, and that was exactly what I did. I was pretty sure that this diligence meant I had aced my first job. I think my sister had a hard time not laughing really hard, as I saw her jiggle and suppress more than just her wide mouth smile. She then asked again, You sat here the whole time we were gone? Once again, I answered in the affirmative, and then she responded how grateful she was for how seriously I had taken the responsibility given me. However, she did add that she never had expected my response to her request, for she expected me to check in on my niece regularly, but not sit right at the foot of the bed for the entire time they were gone. Then she said perhaps she could have given clearer directions on just what her expectations were. I did not care that perhaps my response was not was what was expected, because I was just so excited I had been entrusted to look after my wee niece and was very happy that nothing had happened to her while my mom and sister went shopping. This first job experience was so positive and also so empowering that my little heart and mind thought that I could do anything job-wise after that. Isn't it interesting how this experience did then, and continues to be even now, a marker experience of being trusted and believed in? The song, I'm Gonna Live So God Can Use Me, is sung by the Gospelite singers, and speaks of living each of our days in such a way that God can use us, no matter how young or old we are, and no matter what type of responsibilities we are given. I'm gonna live so, live so God can use me, anywhere, Lord, anytime, anytime. I'm gonna live so, live so God can use me, anywhere, So God can use me anywhere, Lord, anytime. I'm going to work so God can use me anywhere, Lord, Lord, anytime. I'm going to pray so God can use me anywhere, Lord, anytime. Sing so, sing so God can use me anywhere, Lord, anytime, anytime. I'm gonna sing so, sing so God can use me anywhere, Lord, Lord anytime, anywhere, Lord, anytime.
do you tell people around the world about Jesus? Coming from a nursing background where she always related to people one-on-one, Irene Marsh loves the way radio reaches so many people at once, particularly those she would never meet with conventional nursing. Those who have nowhere to go, those who don't have the courage to come to a clinic, they can always listen to the radio. To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. Can you think back to a time you were entrusted with a task or responsibility that has left its mark on you? Has it shaped you into who you are today? Jesus was very willing to entrust responsibility to the most unlikely of people. Jesus made decisions that many often questioned, for he went against the norm, the order of the day, and how things always were done. In the Bible, in the book of John, chapter 6, we have Jesus working together with a very young boy on a huge dilemma that was facing Jesus, how to feed 5,000 people. Let me read the story to you. After this, Jesus crossed over to the far side of the Sea of Galilee, also known as the Sea of Tiberias. A huge crowd kept following him wherever he went, because they saw his miraculous signs as he healed the sick. Then Jesus climbed a hill and sat down with his disciples around him. It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration. Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, Where can we buy bread to feed all these people? He was testing Philip, for he already knew what he was going to do. Philip replied, Even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish. But what good is that with this huge crowd? Tell everyone to sit down, Jesus said. So they all sat down on the grassy slopes. The men alone numbered about 5,000. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish and they all ate as much as they wanted. After everyone was full, Jesus told his disciples, Now gather the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they picked up the pieces and filled twelve baskets with scraps left by the people who had eaten from the five barley loaves. When the people saw him do this miraculous sign, they exclaimed, Surely he is the prophet we have been expecting. When Jesus saw that they were ready to force him to be their king, he slipped away into the hills by himself. Can you imagine how that very young boy felt when he realized that what he had to offer to Jesus managed to feed over 5,000 people? Can you imagine how empowering it was for that boy to witness this miracle and know that he was a part of it? What made the miracle possible? A boy who was willing to give what he had to Jesus. So too, Jesus calls us to give ourselves and what we have to him. And then we get to watch with delight how what we entrust to him can impact us and others. Making myself available to babysit my niece at a tender age impacted me. A young boy making himself and what he had available to Jesus impacted him over 5,000 hungry people, and centuries of others. What do you have to offer and give that can impact not only yourself,
but others. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back each week to hear another episode. To keep in touch, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and the website www.ascoopoflife.com, which is spelled A-S-K-O-O-P-O-F-L-I-F-E. Not with a C like in a scoop of ice cream, but with a K as in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. Your thoughts on the podcast, any questions you may have, or things you would like me to pray about for you.